Hello everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. Hey, so Kevin, what topic would every five-year-old be thrilled to talk about? Um, when I was five, my favorite thing in the world was chocolate. You got it right. We're talking about chocolate today. <laughs> so. Awesome. What do you want to know? First, I want to know, what's the difference between milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate? Right, right. Really good question. Um, you know, the, the, everyone thinks it's the same, but actually they're quite different. The, the main ingredients in chocolate is uh, chocolate liqueur, uh, cocoa butter, shir- sugar, uh, milk solids, and dairy fat. And for the sake of this uh, AI5, we'll just call these kind of milk, right? Um, a little bit of flavoring and uh, other smaller chemicals as well. But the flavor is usually vanilla and is all in almost all chocolate, so we're also going to ignore it. Uh, lactisin is an emulsifier here, which means it's the thing that helps keep the chocolate smooth. And it's almost all chocolate too, so we'll also ignore that. Okay, uh, chocolate liqueur, is there alcohol in that? No, 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 good, good point. In this context, chocolate liqueur is not alcohol, it's the name for the paste that is made from ground cocoa beans, actually. Oh, let's make sure we explain that clearly. Cocoa comes from the cacao tree, right? Yes, yes, yes. So cocoa is the seed of the cacao tree. Uh, the seed contains a lot of fat and is used to produce cocoa butter, and cocoa butter is then used to produce chocolate. So most people will know cocoa as a ground powder uh, they use to produce chocolate. Okay, so the ingredients that have been widely, uh, that, that actually vary widely between classifications are the chocolate liqueur itself, uh, the cocoa butter, milk, and the sugar. So um, back to my question, how does uh, white milk and dark chocolate differ then? Mm-hmm. So, so let's start with white chocolate here. Okay. It contains only cocoa butter, milk, and sugar. There is actually no chocolate liqueur in there. Okay. Um, milk chocolate will contain chocolate liqueur, cocoa butter, milk, and sugar. And then finally, dark chocolate is the same minus the milk part. Uh, that's very cool. So how about these uh, percentages that I often see on chocolate packaging? Yeah, yeah. So if you eat two different brands of high-quality chocolate, both labeled as 70%, you would probably notice that they taste pretty different. Uh, and that's because the percentages on packages is the percentage of the actual cocoa bean that's in the product. So dark chocolate at 70% is made with 70% cocoa bean and then 30% other ingredients. Uh, in this case, it will be sugar, vanilla, and lecticin. A 45% milk chocolate is made of 45% cocoa bean and 55% other ingredients, which in this case would be sugar, milk, vanilla, and lecticin. So then if they contain the same amount of cocoa beans, uh, why can two different types of chocolate taste different? Well, part of it could be the variety of bean and also the roasting process. Uh, but that's more into kind of the nuanced flavor, similar to coffee. You got fruity, nutty, caramel accents, etc. cetera. Uh, the biggest factor in the actual intensity of the chocolate flavor is that processed cocoa beans have two components. You know, remember we said uh, the whole thing between chocolate liqueur and cocoa butter? Yeah, chocolate liqueur and cocoa butter, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so a 70% chocolate might have 45% chocolate liqueur and 25% cocoa butter. Or it might be 60% chocolate liqueur and 10% cocoa butter. Uh, either way, it gets labeled as 70% chocolate, right? So it's kind of the ratio that matters here. A higher percentage of chocolate liqueur versus cocoa butter will give you a more intense chocolate flavor. And actually, a cheaper chocolate contains better than expensive chocolate if it hides a higher amount of chocolate liqueur. 
Well, I never knew that. Um, <laughs> so here's another question that gets asked, um, and it's a really interesting one. Uh-huh. Why is it that Oreos, you know, Oreo cookies, uh, why do they get soggy when you put them into regular milk, but when you put them into chocolate milk, they don't? Ooh, that's a great party question, you know, um, for five-year-olds. <laughs> there is, uh, funnily enough, there's still a lot of debate over this one, actually. Uh, many people say it's all in the emulsifiers. Uh, chocolate milk has emulsifiers to keep it mixed. Uh, some say that the chemicals used for these emulsifiers prevent the, core- the Oreo from soaking up the milk in the same way as regular milk. Uh, okay, what are emulsifiers and why are they used? Yeah, so this will take a little bit of explaining. Uh, emulsifiers are essentially chemicals that keep the chocolate in the milk evenly mixed and present, prevent uh, settling uh, of the chocolate. So this is why store-bought chocolate milk tastes better because emulsifiers are fatty <laughs> and delicious, <laughs> but not necessarily healthy. So people would rather mix healthier chocolate powder at home. Um, the emulsifiers will combine with the milk particles to make bigger combinations of molecules. So this is not actually a chemical reaction, but it's caused by the polarities of molecules bringing them together and keeping them mixed up well. And these kind of bigger molecules, again, will not go into the Oreo uh, as the milk is not easy to kind of get away from the surrounding molecules and the emulsifiers do uh, to, per- to permeate the, the cookie. These emulsifiers will also raise surface tension, which also, again, makes it harder for the milk to permeate the cookie and make it soggy. And, um, you know, the egg used when baking if you, is also an emulsifier to get everything to mix together when they normally don't want to. So another good example of emulsifier is actually soap. Uh, it allows fats to disperse in water, allowing us to wash it off uh, things like our hands, etc. Well, if that's the case, why doesn't regular milk need to be emulsified then? Yeah, when, when you buy milk from the store, it's, it's, so it's pasteurized and homogenized. Uh, the pasteurization kills bacteria to keep the milk safe to drink. And the homogenization takes the milk fat globules and reduces them in size to be more universally, uniformly dispersed throughout the rest of the milk. Um, without this process, the milk would actually separate. So regular milk doesn't need, emulsif- uh, doesn't need to be emulsified because it is homogenized, which is a different chemical process that keeps the mark- milk particles suspended. I see. Okay. So back to the Oreos. It's the emulsifiers that stop the Oreos from absorbing um, in, in, in chocolate milk. Well, again, the answer is, is maybe. <laughs> this is one of those debates where it's hard from the internet uh, to find out what the actual science behind it is. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good one to end on. Did you learn something new today? If you did, send us a tweet or send us an email. Uh, We'd love to hear from you if you have suggestions on future episodes. Thank you, as always, to the wonderful community at r slash explain like I'm five on Reddit. We will see you all next week.